Hey, whatever. You are now tuned in to the Growing Gardenias podcast, a podcast created to bring you insight on mental wellness and self-help. Always remember you are still growing and still learning daily and you are lovely. Subscribe for weekly gems. Gardenia blessings to each of you. I'm your host, Niara Jasmine, and this is episode 50, True Love or Trauma Bond. Hey gems, welcome back to the Growing Gardenias podcast. So for today's episode, shout out to my girl Elise for the topic. Go check out her business and let her slay your hair at styledby.m on Instagram. So she sent me this post about this girl asking about toxic relationships. The post says, serious question. What is it about toxic relationships that this generation is obsessed with? You know, the relationships where you're always cursing each other out on and off again, laying hands on each other, insecurities and accusations. I'm not asking to be sarcastic. I genuinely want to know. I know every relationship has its problems, but y'all really glorify toxic relationships and that's strange to me. So that was the post and my initial thought that came to mind is that people legit don't know any better. So like if all you know is chaos and trauma and you've had like extensive trauma in your life, that is what you're drawn to. That is what feels safe for you. Chaos and an unhealthy situation that might feel better to you than actually a healthy situation simply because that's all you know. So that got me thinking about trauma bonds and that's what we're talking about today. What is a trauma bond or trauma bonding There's a lot of definitions, but basically it's a major part of abusive relationships. So an actual trauma bond is a psychological response to abuse. And this is where the abused person forms an unhealthy bond with the person that abuses them. So with the abuser. And the thing that makes this hard is that the person being abused is usually loved and cared for and treated kindly. And then over time, the mental, emotional and or physical abuse begins and the abuser who most likely is a narcissist will condition their partner to believe that these behaviors are normal and that they equate to love and the thing that's responsible for the bond in the first place is that the abuser is really really nice really sweet really affectionate all that stuff really loving and then abusive um, intimidating threatening etc etc and then they apologize and then they're nice again and then they're giving gifts and then they're abusive again which creates this cycle and they manipulate and it's really easy to be manipulated by someone that you think you're in love with. So why does trauma bonding even happen? According to Dr. Liz Powell, who's a licensed psychologist, she says that trauma bonding relationships happen due to the body's natural stress response. Basically, it's easy to become attached to anything that helps you get through a traumatic event. Your brain associates this with safety. So whatever helped you through the traumatic event or was with you, through the traumatic event, you associate that with safety and that thing can obviously be a person, hence the name trauma bond. So while I was doing research about trauma bonds and trauma bonding, I noticed that a lot of um, articles were talking specifically about domestic violence situations and abusive situations, whether that be physically, verbally, emotionally, whatever. I also wanted to mention that I recognize that trauma bonding is a big part of abusive relationships, but I think that trauma bonding is also evident in relationships that haven't escalated yet. So relationships that you wouldn't necessarily consider abusive or domestic violence situations, even though trauma bonding in itself falls in line with abuse. I did just want to mention that I do think that it can be in 
relationships that you would not necessarily consider abusive. Toxic, yes, for sure, but maybe not necessarily abusive or a domestic violence situation. So I just wanted to also say that. Anyway, so back to why does trauma bonding happen? Like I've been saying, an unhealthy attachment. The abuser could be a main source of support for the abused person, whether that be emotionally, financially, you know, anything like that. It could also be that there's past trauma there. You know, that's a big one. If you were neglected or not shown affection or love in your childhood, that caused you to seek love from the wrong places. And that also caused you to have like a false narrative of what love is and what it looks like. And this makes the person who's being abused unable to see the abuser as an abuser or see them as bad because this is what they know. This is what they're used to. This is the same type of narrative that they have. So it's like, okay, if this is what I know, there's nothing wrong with the way I I'm being treated like they have that mindset and even if they don't have that mindset even if they're aware that this behavior is not acceptable it could be really hard to leave these situations because if that's all you know that's what you're comfortable with and that's what you're used to and anything outside of that is going to be scary other factors that fall into why trauma bonding might happen is somebody might have poor mental health low self-esteem they might have financial difficulties you know they might be dependent on the abuser in various ways there could also be a power imbalance, which most likely there is, where the abused person feels like they have less power in the relationship and less control over their own life, which makes it very easy for a trauma bond to form in the first place if you already think that this person has control over your life and control over who you are as a person. So what are some signs of trauma bonding? I feel like y'all know this, but I'm going to say it anyway, because that's what I do. So basically some signs are, you know, the person who's being abused will like defend the abuser's reason for treating them badly, or they'll try to cover up for them like, oh, you know, he's been through this. She's stressed out. He's this, she's that, and come up with excuses to try and defend their partner who's abusing them to basically to like their loved ones, to their family and friends who recognize that this is not okay. Okay, the person who is the I don't like using the word victim, but like essentially the victim of the trauma bond will also distance or argue with their loved ones. They might also become defensive if one of their loved ones tries to intervene in any way. So I remember I had a friend and this person was in an abusive relationship like obviously a trauma bond was present clearly, but it was like actually an abusive relationship. And when me and the other friends of this person would say stuff, it was an argument. It was a whole big thing. And we actually got into a big argument um, simply because I was trying to let the person know, like, you know, this is obviously not a healthy situation. This is not a safe situation for you, et cetera, et cetera. But when you're in that moment, like you become defensive because that's essentially what the trauma bond does. You're so connected to this person. You don't want to see that there is bad happening. You don't want to see that there is abuse present and everybody sees it except you. You don't want to see that. You don't want to admit to that. So you do get defensive and you do argue with your loved ones and you do push them away. And that's exactly what the abuser wants. That's exactly what they do. They try to isolate you from your loved ones, from your friends, from the people that care about you in order to have more control over you. Because when you fall out with everybody you care about and everybody you love, who's left? Just the abuser, just that person. Another thing is someone in a trauma bond might also feel like they'll never have a connection or relationship this deep with anyone else. You know, they know the relationship is no good, but they feel like they can't leave. They feel like they're stuck. They feel like this is all that they have. They might also tend to fixate on the quote unquote good things when there's clearly more bad than good, but they're holding on to the little 
good that there is. And if we're being real, the good is not even good because the good is mostly like a manipulation tactic, like, you know, the abuser getting them a gift, the abuser apologizing, the abuser um, treating them nicely after doing something, you know, abusive or scary or whatever. So yeah, listening to this, you're either thinking about somebody who you know is in a trauma bond or you yourself is in a trauma bond. And honestly, I really do think it's easy to confuse trauma bonding with true love. I really do just because they might seem similar because of like the intense love aspect and the affection aspect and the apologizing and the gifts and the this and the that. It might seem similar, but you know, true love, like actual loving, healthy relationships don't involve abuse it doesn't involve intimidation it doesn't involve fear it doesn't involve emotional or mental or verbal or even physical abuse it doesn't involve isolation from your loved one it doesn't involve threats it doesn't involve coercion it doesn't involve these things that is not what love and like healthy relationships look like it doesn't involve a false sense of safety it involves actual safety mutual respect trust and support Honesty, accountability for one's actions, working through conflicts in a healthy way, not cursing each other out, not putting hands on each other, not none of that extra stuff. But like I said, when you're not used to healthy relationships and guilty, I wasn't used to healthy relationships either. I'm still getting like used to that. It's really easy to confuse the two. Very easy. And when I was in what I now know is a trauma bond, you think I knew it was a trauma bond then? No, I didn't. I was like, oh my God, he's checking my phone. He's pressing me about males who are friends. And we get into an argument and he's asking me if I'm fucking stupid. Like now, while this person never put their hands on me, that obviously was not healthy at all. Like at all. That was super toxic, super trauma bond right there because I literally could not let go. And I really thought that some of these behaviors was like, oh my God, like he really loves me. You know, this is how he shows it. It's okay. Blah, blah, blah. Why? Because I've never experienced before that a healthy relationship. And this is also when I was much younger. I'm 24 now, but this is a couple years back. I was, I was younger, you know, different mindset, different mentality wasn't super aware about healing and all that stuff but it's like okay if you're used to unhealthy already if you're used to toxicity if you're used to chaos this is what felt safe for me at the time because I knew how to handle this and my friends would be like girl this is not it and I would you know eventually I just stopped telling them stuff because I didn't want to hear that even though I knew they were right like I just didn't want to hear that and then when I finally was forced to let go I was literally devastated like and I was I was just telling my friends the other day I was like yo I cannot believe how emotional and like in my bag I was about this like what the hell was wrong with me and it's like boo that's a trauma bond right there like yes trauma bonding is associated with abusive relationships but I also think that there's levels to it like I wouldn't consider my relationship like it wasn't at the time it was never physically abusive I wouldn't even consider it verbally abusive really but a little bit it kind of was like as I'm thinking about it now and a little bit was like emotionally abusive and just things like that very manipulative behavior things like that so it's like when you're in a trauma bond you don't even realize it you don't and by the time I did realize okay like and and not even realize that this was a trauma bond because I didn't even realize that like I didn't really learn what that meant until like you know getting into mental health and all that stuff but by the time I did realize like okay this is very problematic I already felt like I was too deep in and I really did not want to let go so like I said when I was forced to let go it was very 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 hard so with that being said how how do we break free and how do we recover from trauma bonds or how do you help 
your loved one who you recognize is in a trauma bond. If you have a loved one who is in a trauma bond or your friend or your sibling or whoever, I'm just going to burst your bubble right now and I'm sorry. You cannot force somebody to leave a situation. You cannot make somebody realize that their situation is abuse. You cannot really do anything. You can be supportive. You can listen to them when they come to you. If they come to you, you cannot take things personally because sometimes, like I mentioned earlier, they might try to shut you out or they might try to start arguments with you or they might say something to offend you to push you away. You can not take things personally, but you're not at fault for anything. You know, people unfortunately will only leave when they feel ready to leave. And that's just what it is. So if you do have someone who is in a trauma bond and you you want to help them, do what you're doing. Support them as best as you can. Don't take things personally because they really don't mean it. And that's all you can really do. But you can't physically force somebody out of their relationship. You can't make them see anything. You can't make them realize something. This is something that they have to realize on their own. And for you as a loved one, don't feel bad about it. Don't Well, you could feel bad, obviously, because you don't want to see your loved one going through pain, but don't feel guilty about it because it's not your fault. So if you're the person who is in the trauma bond, let me just start this off by saying you're not stupid. You're not worthless. You're not an idiot. You're not unworthy. You're not undeserving. You're not any of those negative things that you might feel about yourself. First step though, acceptance. Realize the situation that you're in. Realize this is not a healthy situation. Realize that you don't want to be in this situation. Realize it's also not your fault that you're in this situation. Realize that these situations are hard to leave and that is understandable. But at some point you do have to realize, okay, this is not a healthy relationship. This is toxic. This is abusive. I don't deserve this. I need to get out of this. Next, the thing that I've been saying for the past couple of episodes, therapy. Get a therapist. Please, dear God, get a therapist. Please, please. If you need help finding one, like I will literally help. I will help. Just hit me up. I will help. Hit me up on Growing Gardenias. Hit me up on my personal, which is at Miss Niara Jasmine. If you need help, hit me up. Like, please get a therapist. I'm just always going to say that because a lot of these things are not things that we should be processing alone. Even if you feel like you might be able to, whatever, doesn't mean that you should. You need an actual plan from a professional, from someone who's licensed, from someone who can do CBT, DBT, whatever type of intervention with you. That's what you need to help you get through this. Even if you feel like you may not, it's best to process these situations, these things, your mental health overall with a professional. So next, if you are in this situation, focus on reality, focus on the evidence, focus what's in your face right now. You know, sometimes people in toxic bonds and trauma bonds choose to focus on the quote unquote good. And I already explained earlier how the good is not even really good. Um, but they choose to focus on the good and the apologies and the, the gifts that they get after the abuse already took place versus focusing on the abuse that they're constantly experiencing. So stop holding on to the idea that this person will change or that things will get better. They won't. And it won't. It's just going to escalate. If anything, it's going to get worse. So try your best to focus on what's actually happening now. Another thing is be compassionate with yourself. Be understanding. Be kind to yourself. This is not an easy situation to be in. It's also not an easy situation to leave. So it's understandable that this is something that might be hard for you. So avoid self-blame. You don't have time for that. Like, what is that going to get you? blaming yourself 
you already know that it's a messed up situation. You already know it's toxic. You already know it's abusive. You don't need to blame yourself and add on to the negative feelings that you're already feeling. Be compassionate with yourself. You know, give yourself the time that you need to process things. Give yourself the time that you need to try and leave. Also, and I say this with a grain of salt, but make the effort to leave and to cut off contact. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that at all. It's very, very hard. And I understand on a basic level, I don't understand as someone who's in like a severely abusive relationship, but try, try. And I'm not saying that you're not going to like relapse, but try your best to remove yourself from the situation. And if you're dependent on this person, start looking for resources, start reaching out to people for support. Don't let them brainwash you into thinking that everything is okay because it's not it's not and it's just gonna get worse if you're listening to this and you are in an abusive relationship or you are in a trauma bond you know there's always a national domestic violence hotline which is 1-800-799-7233 that's 1-800-799-7233 also there's a website called love is respect and it's a resource for people between the ages of 13 and 26 and it's all about healthy relationships and intimate partner violence and the signs and resources and how to help and all that stuff so if If you are in this situation, please check that out. Please reach out for support. I'm not going to say it gets easier because it's very hard, but just know that you are worthy and deserving of more than what the situation is giving you. You don't deserve abuse. You don't deserve toxicity. You don't deserve someone that loves you sometimes and then abuses you the next. You don't deserve that. So that's all I have for y'all today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Gardenia blessings to each of you. Thanks.